what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host. For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Right now, it's time for the Not-So-Outdoors Outdoor Segment. Wow, radio couldn't get any better. Last week, the Honorable Mr. Charles Aiken Rempe from Frederick, Maryland. You know what? He accidentally hooked himself in the butt with a fishing lure while he thought his apartment was being burglarized. I'm going to kill you. Now, without considering, you know, possibly picking up the phone like any other normal person would do, Rempe fired several shots from a 45 to alert the police. And he then waited for help to arrive by hiding in his closet like any other grown 52-year-old man with a pistol would do. Mommy, I'm scared. Now, the police responded to a noise complaint at approximately 9.26 a.m., which brings up the question, how long was Rempe in the closet for? So, uh, how's, how's it going? Put your hands up now or I'll shoot! So, according to the FrederickNewsPost.com, Officer First Class Robert Pierce arrived at the apartment <laughs> and was met by Rempe, who told Pierce about the predicament he was in and possibly the hook that was still lodged in his ass. Now, absolutely no invaders were found in Rempe's apartment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But authorities say that evidence of multiple rounds fired from inside the apartment were found. And one of the rounds exited the apartment window and was lodged in a brick wall of the neighboring building. And so the frightened, sore-tush Rempe was handcuffed and brought to the Frederick Memorial Hospital for an emergency evaluation. And charges have not yet been filed against him. What an embarrassing pain in the ass. Welcome. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. Competitive shooting sports and asinine gun laws is what we'll be highlighting in today's show. Good pronunciation. <laughs> and phoning the studio to weigh in will be Richard Pearson from the Illinois State Rifle Association. I'm pretty sure he's on hold, Trav. It's a family show. <laughs> you should have said donkey. There you go. Instead of asinine. Also, Bill Broussard with the National Shooting Sports Foundation, outdoor journalist John Hokie, Trap shooting champ, Kaylee Browning, plus Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties, and good old Cat Daddy. And thanks to the all-new lineup of Ram Trucks for making this happen. The 2011 Heavy Duty, Ram 1500, the new Outdoorsman, and our most luxurious truck ever, the new Laramie Longhorn. At RamTrucks.com. Well, now we're going to turn in to vote all of our attention to bad boy Billy Broussard. He's a wild man! <laughs> but uh, he also holds the current position of Director of Communications at the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and uh, you're still on the line, right, Bill? Yes, I am. Cool. But uh, here's my conundrum, Bill, all right? Yeah. You see, for years, I have been persistent in my pursuit of trying to coerce others into letting me use their firearms and ammunition for free, all right? <laughs> However, it seems like everyone I have ever approached has been less than reluctant to do so. I've been turned down every single time, but somehow you guys, you guys have figured it out. have made this work. 
What kind of voodoo pills are you slipping, people? Because you're getting folks to do this left and right. Now, if I can't do this, you shouldn't be able to do it either. It's not the American way. What are you doing, Bill? I think you're referencing our program <laughs> called First Shot. Yes. We, uh, we work with shooting ranges in virtually every state in the country, and you're right. We provide the ammunition, the ranges uh, provide the firearms and the instructors, and people who don't have a background in, in firearms uh, participation can go and take their first shots, literally. Yeah, now, Bill, Jim and I were talking just before we went on air, and we're saying, um, let's say a guy or a gal in San Diego wanted to learn how to shoot, okay? And they didn't own um, a firearm at all. Well, first of all, they'd have to go to a shooting range and rent a spot. Then they'd have to rent the firearm they wanted to shoot with and buy ammunition for it. And at the end of the day, that's going to cost an awfully pretty penny. So for you guys to orchestrate and put this seminar together, it took a lot of time. It took a lot of work and it took a lot of bucks. So what we're wondering is exactly how much does one of these seminars cost the attendees to attend it? Because obviously, um... It can be cheap as well. It's zero. Zero? zero. Do you hate money? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, if you want to go to one of these seminars, basically you look one up on firstshots.org, okay. and you'll get the schedule of where they're being held around the country, and uh, you can just uh, head to the shooting range, or you should call beforehand, let them know that you're coming and going to attend the First Shots seminar, and what you'll do is you'll get an introduction to uh, to either handgun, rifle, or shotgun shooting, depending on what the seminar is, and that'll include some uh, classroom time where they'll talk about uh, uh, firearm safety and what you can expect on the on the range. And then uh, you'll be with a certified instructor and you'll have a, uh, a live fire experience, as they say. And uh, and you can go home with your target. Wow. wow. Now, now, what is the fastest growing segment of the population yeah. uh, that's that's kind of taking advantage of this uh, first shots? Well, clearly it's uh, women. I seem particularly interested in it. Uh, just about 50% of the of uh, the enrollees in the program are women, and a lot of them tell us, about 70% of them tell us they're coming to learn about personal and home defense. It's not all that they do. They love target shooting, but they are curious about it. And some of this classroom discussion that takes place at the seminar discusses um, uh, the regulations, the state or uh, 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 county or even city regulations about owning handguns and what you need to do. Think of all the people that are signing up for this classes. It seems like there's more of them popping up all over the country all the time. Everybody's wanting to get involved, but it seems like the government is wanting to slap us with more rules and regulations to prohibit um, concealed and carry. Uh, well, that's true, but it's now uh, concealed carry is now available in 49 states, uh, mm -hmm. thanks to um, uh, Wisconsin just uh, passing that, that legislation. Yeah, a couple and, of weeks uh, ago. Just a couple of weeks ago, exactly. And so uh, uh, I'll bet you that first shots uh, seminars in Wisconsin are now filled. You know, are you well acquainted and versed with the shall and may not issue law? Well, first of all, I just want to state is BS. That's where I stand. We would say bogus. I should have used that. That's a much nicer word. But are you? Yes. Okay, well, as you know, then there's something like 37 states that are shall-issue states, and there are, um, I think, like nine may-issue states, and basically, they leave the local authorities and primarily, like, the sheriff and police departments to exercise discretion in issuing these permits, basically making them God and deciding whether or not you can have a conceal and carry permit. So, you know what? If they don't like your shoes, they don't like your attitude, or, you know what? They just don't like you in general. They do not have to issue you a permit, even though it's your God-given right. And once again, you know, not that there's anything wrong with bogus, Jim, but that 
is BS. I would agree with you, and I would uh, refer those uh, those sheriffs and those those legislators and those states to the um, the recent Supreme Court rulings, and for Heller and McDonald, those two cases, one for Washington D.C. and one yeah. for Chicago, that's uh, reaffirmed the uh, individual's right to keep and bear arms. Yeah. Also, you need to write those names down and send them to Santa Claus to put them on the naughty list. <laughs> that's what I think. That's right. But uh, once again, if we want to find out more about you guys and everything that you guys have going on, uh, where can we head to online to do that? Well, you really can find everything uh, that you need to know about the National Shooting Sports Foundation at a website called NSSF, like National Shooting Sports Foundation, dot org. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any way, I'm, I'm here out in, in Kansas, is there any way to find a range that's close to me? That, that's hard. You know, everybody thinks, am I going to open up a phone book? Where do you look? How do we go about doing that? Yeah, NSSF has a number of databases that uh, you can search really easy, and one is called Where to Shoot. Really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's uh, perhaps our most popular website uh, because people are looking for shooting ranges, whether in in their area or if they're traveling. And they may want to find a shooting range or, for example, a game bird preserve. Uh, So um, if they go there, they have access to more than 5,000 ranges across the country, virtually every shooting range, uh, whether it's uh, uh, commercial or private. And uh, uh, there's a phone number there. There's directions on how to get there and the type of um, uh, activity that the range supports, you know, whether it's an indoor range, outdoor range, handgun, um, uh, sporting clays, traps, skeet, you know, uh, uh, long-range target shooting or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all there at wheretoshoot.org. Yeah. Now, are we winning the war on uh, the anti-gun people? Oh, I would uh, think so. I mean, we've had, um, you know, just the, as I mentioned, the Heller and McDonald Supreme Court rulings. Um, we're uh, defeating uh, uh, legislation such as micro-stamping um, at virtually every turn, and we're getting positive uh, legislation uh, through Congress. Uh, so, uh, yes, I, uh, the shooting sports have never been in better shape. Maybe the antis are helping us out a bit, you know? I mean, really, yeah. it seems like... Well, the- gun sales are up, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are, and they have been since 2008. I think a little <laughs> bit of air has gone out of their balloon because... Uh, uh, the surveys show that uh, um, uh, the public just, uh, I think, I think, is not believing in uh, gun control as it may have once uh, done, and they've decided that there is more than enough uh, firearms laws on the books already. So leave us alone. Oh yeah, and let's talk about gun rationing for a second. You know, like California, Maryland, Virginia, and New Jersey, which limit firearm purchases or sales to one per month. Now, obviously, you know this has got to make society safer because you know <laughs> violent criminals won't risk breaking the law to stockpile weapons. Is wrong. The people who actually follow this regulation are law-abiding citizens who should be allowed to buy as many guns as they want whenever they want, you stupid people. And yet you've got Fast and Furious that sent 600 and some guns <laughs> to one guy in Mexico. Well, let's provide the cartel with as many firearms as they want. This is a great idea. Thumbs up, guys. So anyways, I don't want to live in Bill, California. Bill, Bill is uh, speechless right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we go on a, a little bit of a rant every once in a while. But um, now, Bill, one last time because we've got to get to an ad break. If we want to find out more about you guys, attend some of these wonderful seminars, just get involved in shooting. You guys, we're, we're sitting here shooting the crap. Now we need to get out there and shoot, shoot some bullets. targets. Exactly. Yeah. Bill, where do we need to head to online to do that? 
Well, just you can find everything you need to know at nssf.org. And perhaps one of the most important things is that if you're already a, a shooter or a hunter, is just take somebody new out there. We need to keep building our ranks because by building our ranks, we generate more money for wildlife conservation yep. and generate more money for building shooting ranges. So it's important to introduce a newcomer. Yeah, you're exactly right. But uh, that right there was bad boy Billy Brassad, and he is the director of communications at the National Shooting Sports Foundation. And this has been powered by Ram Trucks. You can find them on the World Wide Web by going to ramtrucks.com and Ruger Farms. You can find them as well at ruger.com. But coming up right after the break, we're going to hear from Richard Pearson. And he is with the Illinois State Rifle Association. And this is The Revolution. I love it. You guys are so great. <laughs> Thanks, but uh, we already know that, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Public health care, male enhancement, and snuggies. All things that don't affect the revolution. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. To some, a truck is just a vehicle. Nothing more. Steel, chrome, hydraulics, and combustion. But when you look at these things and find inspiration, when you put them together with passion and integrity, then engineering comes to life. Cold sheet metal develops a soul, and pride, sweat, and commitment turn a truck into something more, a Ram truck. The 2011 Heavy Duty, Ram 1500, the new Outdoorsman, and our most luxurious truck ever, the new Laramie Longhorn. They're not just trucks, they're Ram trucks. Guts, glory, Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. The new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry, is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 to learn more. What's actually funny is Jim's nickname here in the studio is the Nacho King. Uh, it's totally bogus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Jim's nickname is the Nacho King, and he proudly wears that badge of honor. I worked hard for that title. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's little Elmo and the Mambo Kings of Jim. They're blowing away that perfect plastic world. I like it. <laughs> Great sound. Good stuff. <laughs> What the heck is wrong with you today? Jeez. <laughs> anyway, so once again, we're talking about shooting sports and briefly touching on the most current and idiotic gun laws to date in America. And just for the revolution at 785-846-7647 is Richard Pearson, and he's with the Illinois State Rifle Association. I'll tell you about this summer, you guys have just a whole bunch of seminars and clinics you're putting on. So, uh, man, you got to fill us in. We do. We have uh, all kinds of educational training stuff. We have litigation going on. We have legislation going on. Yeah. We're, 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 at, we're happening out here in Illinois. What the heck's going on with Illinois? Are you guys all crazy except for you guys? 
That's true. You know, Illinois, you guys are known for having some of the strictest gun laws in the country. That's true, but we're working on those, and we're beating them back slowly. <laughs> now, um, you guys actually have an event coming up, and let me just uh, pull this up real quick. Yeah, it's actually going to be the 8th Annual NRA ISRA uh, U Sports Camp, and um, just exactly how, Richard, can you put this on with the stringent gun laws that are currently being enforced there um, in Illinois? Well, actually, uh, about uh, 10 years ago, we passed a law that said uh, if you are under training, uh, you can handle firearms, you can handle archery equipment without a point card. Really? Uh, and so as long as you're under the uh, the uh, auspices of an instructor, you can go ahead and do that. Ooh, so if you're being under the tutelage, I think they say it. I love it. Everything's word. Jake then. Yeah, tutelage. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about this camp real quick. Once again, it's going to be happening August 13th there in, is it Bonfield, Illinois? Right. And now, is it anybody can attend this? Do you have to be a kid? Let's say I'm 18 and I want to go to this. Can well, I go to this? Ha- you have to meet the uh, the requirements of the camp, but it's a youth camp. So if you're like 43, you don't qualify. <laughs> Oh, I'm a kid at heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we 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 glad to take you on as a volunteer. Now, now the thing is, have you found uh, through the years that you've been doing this, Richard, that uh, shooting and shooting sports actually helps uh, mold and form the character of that child? Oh, of course they do. You know, shooting sports has a concentration level. Uh, once you get into it, uh, equal to karate or or uh, sports like that. I mean, it takes a lot of concentration. And like a lot of a lot of the other sports, like karate, you don't have to be six foot twelve and weigh three hundred pounds to be successful. You could be like an average person. Yeah, actually, uh, Ruark said, "Use enough gun." Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Now, now you do know there are uh, numerous studies and trains of thoughts out there that would just totally disagree with what you're saying, and in fact, proclaim that this has quite the adverse effect as to what we all believe. And they are saying. That anyone, and this goes for anyone in general, that when they have and they hold a firearm in their possession, it actually causes that person to become violent and extremely belligerent, like it empowers them. Now, um, I think this is totally bogus, but how would you respond to that? Uh, it's totally bogus. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was quick. Studies, uh, you know, we, we have uh, schools with shooting programs, and strangely enough, the largest school in the state, there's like 600 kids go through their shooting program a year has had no no firearm incidents in the school. But the schools where all firearms are banned, mm. yeah, they have incidents. Now, are you filled up on this one that's happening um, August 13th? Is there any spots available? Uh, there's about five left. Oh, really? Okay. And it's uh, 35 bucks, I think, right. per kid, that right? includes lunch. Oh, well, that's not bad. <laughs> you can't even go to McDonald's for 35 bucks anymore. That's about right. Wait, wasn't McDonald's the one that won the court case in uh, Chicago? Not the McDonald's. Not the same McDonald's. I was in reach. Yeah. It was. McDonald's. That is the right last name. Now, if we want to find out more about this, Richard, um, where can we head to online to do that? Well, you can, you can go to ChicagoGunCase.com. Oh. That's one of the places. And you can go to our website. And it's all over the Internet. But we have been... Uh, Aside from teaching people, and one of the things I want to brag about is that we have what we think is the largest one-day gun safety event in the United States. Wow. Really? On the 25th of June. Hmm. We had 2,042 oh. people go through a gun safety class and actually fire firearms at our range in 
bond field. You are could, you serious? Yeah, you couldn't hear for a week. So everybody gets there with eye protection. All right, now, now, what do you see uh, coming up in Illinois that, uh, you know, you guys are the watchdogs for the things that are happening with guns and gun rights and so forth. What are what are some of the more pertinent things that uh, that the nation needs to be worried about? Because kind of as goes Chicago now with the, the present administration, so goes the country. Well, maybe, but... They've run into us before, and uh, Mayor Daley, for years and years, has had a gun control plan uh, since 1988 when he became mayor, 86, whatever it was. And so far, he's not succeeded in anything. Oh. So when he comes up to the against the gun guys, which is us, we have done well against the mayor. In fact, we have, we have rolled back a lot of the gun laws that have been passed. Mm. You think he's just got to despise you guys, especially since in um, Chicago proper, it is illegal on either private or um, commercially owned property to have a gun range. True, but we filed suit. We have a suit called Ezel versus the city of Chicago, which is actually us. You have to find a person to complain, you know, <laughs> but, that, but, that, but, but it's actually us. And, uh, the mayor of the city of Chicago announced that today and tomorrow he'll be hearings on how he can have gun ranges in the city of Chicago. Really? So, so we have uh, our modus operandi is: if uh, you want to attack us, we're going to attack back. We're going <laughs> to yeah. attack hard. Yeah. So we are on our way to the Supreme Court with that one, and so he has decided that maybe we can allow gun ranges in the city. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but how about how about now Rahm Emanuel being the the new mayor of uh, Chicago? Is that going to change the complexion at all? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of pulled one out of a box. The other are all just like it, huh? Right. You know, anybody that doesn't have residency but gets residency, you know, you understand how the city of Chicago works, right? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone there, does. Uh, there's a rumor that there may be corruption there. <laughs> oh, 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 well. Quit spreading yeah. these lies, yeah, Mr. Right. Capone. Dirty, filthy lies. <laughs> yeah. I have a saying. I said the politicians in Chicago are so crooked when they die, they just screw them. In the <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, it's hard to believe in Massachusetts, um, when you're at a target range, it's actually illegal. You cannot shoot targets that resemble a human being. Really? But they have actually found in certain studies, and that even goes for, like, police officers. They can't do that, but in <laughs> order for them to have the correct training, it is, have studies to. have shown that they have to have that target. I mean, that's crazy, isn't it, Richard? I think it's a violation of freedom of speech. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, uh, why don't you hand out your contact info real quick? www.isra.org. Okay. Okay, remember the .org part. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you'll, we'll pop up. There's a website there that's got downloads. There's lots of pages, hundreds of pages on the website. You bet. Well, that guy right there, Revolution Nation, was Richard Pearson, and he is the executive director of the Illinois State Rifle Association. And this has been powered by Ram Trucks. You can find him at ramtrucks.com and NRA blog. That's nrablog.com. And how about Cabela's? The world's foremost outfitter at cabelas.com. But coming up right from break, man, we're going to hear from Cat Daddy, the Kansas Catman. He's on hold. And this is The Revolution. Can't get enough of the revolution? Catch more of it every Tuesday and Thursday at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Searching for a prestigious Kansas hunting property? Wildlife Properties has what you've been dreaming of. Owl Creek Hideaway is a 155-acre property located in the Big Buck country of southeast Kansas with two stocked bass ponds, nearly one and a quarter miles of creek, and more than 75 acres of income-producing CRP. This property is an all-around sportsman's paradise, sprawling timber, highlighted by mature stands of oak and walnut, and surrounded by productive crop fields. All the habitat elements are in place for producing trophy deer and turkey. Located a short distance from Wichita, Topeka, Kansas City, or Tulsa, and priced under 200 k this hunter's paradise won't be available for long. For more info or see a list of all farms wildlife properties have to offer, visit MyWildlifeProperty.com. That's MyWildlifeProperty.com. Or call Nick Rhodes at 785-282-6145 today. Get her done. wonderful sound you're listening to is Little Elmo and the Mambo Kings. Jump Blues, Boogie Woogie, and Swing. Styling. Great band. Oh! (laughs) Can listen to this all day! But we better get to the phones at 785-846-7647 because old Cat Daddy just phoned us. We've been... Making him wait on hold for a while now, and he gave it the old college try to drink Kansas dry last night. Cat Daddy. Are you there, brother? Oh, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) What's he sound like, Trav? Did you actually get hit by the beer truck last night? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is awesome. Oh, yeah, it totally was. <laughs> well, I just had to get a little primed up, man, you know, for today. Oh, yeah. You've got to. It's like stretching for a good workout. Yeah, right, it is. <laughs> you got to get ready, man, uh, you know. Uncle Al drank too much medicine last night, huh? Uh, yeah, there was four flats on a... <laughs> All the three-tire trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cat Daddy, oh, yeah. what is the best remedy for the world's worst hangover? Catfishing's got to be. More Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. As long as that dog don't bark. <laughs> hey, it's hot out. It is oh, really man. hot out, man. It's muggy, sticky, yicky. <laughs> Which means that it's good catfishing. Good catfishing. That's right, boys. The dog days of July are here. They are howling. And they had doggies biting hard, too, boys. <laughs> My index right now on the back porch reads 98. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jeez, I'll tell you, it's the, one of the best times right now is to get out on those smaller lakes or bigger lakes up in the shallow areas yeah. where the rivers and the creeks run in and use that dip bait, boy, because right now, as soon as that dip bait hits that water, the water temperature's probably right around 86, 87 degrees. Mm. I'm telling you, man, it just explodes. and That scent travels out, and them catfish get to hunt. Now, that's the reason why you've got to go into the shallow water, because you get into that deeper water like 40, 50 feet, it's still pretty doggone cold down on the bottom. Yeah, it gets that thermal climb change. You yeah. Know, it uh, won't let that bait release right. That's why you need to stay in your shallow area. You know, four or five, six foot of water is excellent right now. Yeah, it's amazing how the dog days of summer, like in July and August, just intensifies the stench of that god-awful dip bait <laughs> and how well it actually disperses it. And like you've always said, Cat Daddy, when it starts cooling off and gets cold, dip bait isn't worth a crap anymore. But it when doesn't it's, work. 
at all. No, when it is hot like this, that it is it's the hot ticket, literally. Yeah. Now, what the, what kind of bait are you using? Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Now, it's funny you'd ask me that because uh, we just went two days ago and just knocked the socks off of them, literally. <laughs> and uh, we was using catfish gold punch bait. Really. And I had a war with my buddy. He was using Buck's Cat's Lair, the dip mm. bait he makes, and excellent, excellent stinky stuff. <laughs> and then we had an old boy's bait called Uncle Rudy's Dip and Punch Bait. And I tell you what, you can get all these baits at the Bait Hut on oh, day 24. Don Hudley. Oh, yeah. I tell you, before long, we're going to have the war on 24 at the Bait <laughs> Hut. I got a bunch of boys got their homemade brew stink bait, and I got all these different varieties I just give you. We're going to have a war on 24 out to the lake to see who's who and just what's what. Well, you know, I've heard, I've heard of a coyote calling contest. I've mm. heard of a fishing contest, but I never heard of stink contest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called <laughs> Granny Pluribus Funk. Who's going to be the grand poobah? Now, you have used all of these dip baits before, and they all work extremely well, don't they? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, it's... A lot of people say, oh, I catch more fish on this and that. It's just a matter of which way the wind's blowing and what day yep. you go. Totally. Well, it don't matter. It just don't matter, you know. I could get out there with good old stinky shad sides or some uh, skipjack guts and maybe a few small skipjack heads mashed up with a hammer. <laughs> oh, yeah, boys. It all works good now, let me tell you. Yeah, they're not too now, picky, are they? <laughs> no, no. Not too, but by golly, you know, it really hurts a cat, man, when a fella comes up and shows you a stringer of fish. He said, what'd you catch him on? He says, man, hot dogs. <laughs> that just kills me. I, I hate to see a good Frankfurter waste. <laughs> <laughs> a little mustard and ketchup, a little onion. That's worth fighting over. Hot dogs and catfish, that sounds like Bill Dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Now, now, you ever go out to the Governor's Lake? I got a beaten path <laughs> down to the governor's ponds up in there. You know, she's uh, uh, uh what you actually she he. he, but uh, uh she went to Trinidad. Good fishing up there on the governor's <laughs> land, man. You can get in there any time of the day and night and fish. They got crappie, big, big uh, red belly bluegill in there, catfish, Holy walleye. Cow. That sounds like bait for you. Oh, yeah, it's all good bait. <laughs> and sometimes that's right where I go to get my bait. Stealing from the governor. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing finer. Yeah, actually, he's, his name is now Robin Shumway. Robert, 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 Robert Hood. The governor? I thought he was the mayor of North Speaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, uh, Cat Daddy, if we want to find out more about you and possibly book a trip, where can we hook Not up with you? Not close to a online? holiday. No, where can we hook up with you online? Well, I tell you what, right underneath the bridge is <laughs> Services. That's with an S on services.com. Just shoot me an email, look at my website, check it out. Give me a call on the phone. We'll go wet a line. You bet. That's hey, right. that's been Cat Daddy. Yeah, this revolution is powered by Ram Trucks. You can find them by going to ramtrucks.com. And how about Otis Technology? That's otistech.com and Ruger Farms. You can find them as well at ruger.com. We're coming up after the break. We're going to hear from Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties. And Cat Daddy, friend, we dedicate this to you. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Wiener. I love this song. The song's the best. If I were an Oscar Wiener, everyone would be in love with me. Before, during, and after the show, the revolution continues 24-7 at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You like to fish? Want to fish like the pros? Subscribe to the only TV channel dedicated exclusively to fishing programming. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That's right. WFN, the World Fishing Network, has nothing but fishing shows. Call your TV provider today to subscribe. And remember, every day is a great day for fishing with WFN. To learn more, visit worldfishingnetwork.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. Hey, this is Revolution, and the phone lines are open. They are open up, Jim. They are open, I mean. <laughs> 75-846-7647. That is our number. Uh-huh. If you want to get a hold of Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties. Or my Wildlife Properties. That's his web address. There you go. That's right, Nick. Uh, where can we find you online, buddy? And also, uh, hand out your telly real quick. All right, our telephone line, which is not open right now because I'm on the phone with you guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's 785-282-6145. Uh, you can find us on the web at mywildlifeproperty.com. That's www.mywildlifeproperty.com. We've got a Facebook page. We've got a Twitter page. We've got a Google page. We've got you name it. We've got pages for it. So uh, check us out and give us some love. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you don't have VD. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was bad wow. to say. Anyway, very dynamic. <laughs> yes. Uh, last night, this is no joke, I was on your website, all right? I was, uh-huh. like, drooling over one of your hunting lodges. That is one sweet place. It'd be absolutely beautiful. Incredible. Oh, no doubt. We've got one right now that's set up just perfectly for a hunting lodge. I mean, it's a good-sized facility. It's got some recreational facilities that go with it, including an indoor basketball court, bar, pool tables. Heck, yeah. Uh, batting cages, throwers, you name I mean, everything you literally need to start a, a super upscale uh, uh, hunting lodge. We've got it all right there. And then we've got fabulous uh, hunting and income-producing property, so... So, yeah. So thank you for that plug, Travis. You're welcome. And you know, while I was drooling over that, my wife was on uh, your wife's Facebook page looking at um, wildflowers. Oh, your, yeah. Your flower sure. stores. Seriously, they got some really nice stuff there. My wife said, you know what I really liked is um, the antler horns you have mounted on the log that are painted. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. were cool. Really, you got to get an art. I got to hand it to my wife and, and my, yeah. mother, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, they do an awesome job of, of doing that. And, and they've even found a way to take my junk, the stuff I find <laughs> out the field, <laughs> a.k.a. antlers, and yeah, turn last, them into something pretty. <laughs> yeah, last week he drug in a 1938 John Deere tractor. That'd be cool. Paint that and put it on the lawn. They're working on that one right now. <laughs> there you go. But hey, guys. It's time for the Revolution Mailbag. Hey, we got a question that was sent in by an anonymous writer. What do you think of that? And, and it's probably... Questions. Well, they're probably it's, illiterate it's, and they're embarrassed. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's out of north central Kansas, so it's probably one of your neighbors. And he just well, wants that's to. right there in my neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It says, Dear Nick, we have a farm operation in north central Kansas. Although we aren't hunters, we enjoy the opportunities that hunters and outdoor enthusiasts bring to our community. Ah. We have areas in some places. Uh, let me say that again. We have areas in some of our farms. 
farm field. <laughs> we have areas in some of our farm fields that seem to be to flood every year, and I'm just curious what would be a good idea to convert some of those to uh, wildlife habitat since we haven't been able to use them anyway. Seem to be flood any year, really, Jim. Should <laughs> <laughs> I say that again? We have areas in some of our farm fields that seem to flood every year, and I'm just curious if you think it would be a good idea to convert some of those fields to wildlife habitat since we haven't been able to use them anyway. Anyway, that's what I said. That's what, yeah. <laughs> Nick and I just heard it wrong. Yeah, thank you for clarifying that. So did several other million people. Totally different direction with my answer. There. <laughs> You're going to talk about electrocuting cats in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's another story for another time. Uh, but no, this guy brings up a really good point, and especially it seems like to me in North Central Kansas and even parts of Western Kansas, uh, there have been times in the last couple of years where we have. Not necessarily an abundance of rain, but we'll have times when there are heavy rains and then you don't see any rain for a while. And so one of the things that you'll see that starts to build up in these crop fields is these pools of water yeah. and uh, and standing water. And, and I know, Jim, that you guys are aware of some of the things out there. The Playa Lakes Project is mm-hmm. a real, exactly. you know, real big initiative out that way, uh, especially western and more into the arid states. There's wetland reserve programs that are right here and all over the country that you can take part of where you're actually getting paid uh, to do the programs and to put some of these wetlands. It's like what we've talked about with CRP before. You're taking less productive land and you're putting it back into a more productive use. And, and, and that more productive use doesn't always mean it's more dollars in your pocket as a farmer. But it means more productive because you're assisting in other ways. You know, you're you're recharging the groundwater. Uh, you're 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 filtering out the sediments and the pesticides and the insecticides and the fertilizers that are getting into our groundwater sources. Yeah, you're creating more habitat for wildlife, and you know, all those things they do have a value. It's just not a value that you see immediately by gaining another acre or two of farm production. And you know, I, I think this guy said it in his question, and he said. The field has been flooded the last couple of years, so we haven't been able to use it anyways. My guess is, is if if he's like a lot of the guys I've seen around here, they plant that field every year, and right there after they plant it, you know, then comes the rains. And yeah. so they've got cost into that that they've lost. And sure, there's insurance and things that cover it, but why go through the hassle every year if you can just be making money on that idle ground anyway by putting it into some sort of a playa project or some sort of a wetland project and, and, and having it truly benefit not just the wildlife, you know, benefit the overall quality of improving the soils and, and the water content on your property. You talk about the Playa Lakes, man, and I understand that it can be upwards to $35 an acre. They'll pay you just to put that into the Playa Lakes plan. You got $100 per acre incentive just to oh. sign up to put land into those programs. That doesn't oh, wow. include what they'll pay, you know, based on the, on the production of the soil quality. Um, and, and the cost share what it costs you to, you know, up to like 50 or 40% of what it costs you to put that uh, land into the wetland program. Really? So, I mean, just so many incentives to do this. It's almost like, okay, you can't have any excuse to why you're not doing this. Yeah, well, one of the things also that we talked about last week was the fact that uh, July 20th, the uh, walk-in hunting is closing for the state of Kansas, so you want to enroll. Yeah, with the walk-in hunting program. And he's pro-hunting, it me, seems like. If you don't mind me plugging in for a second here, because <laughs> I love the program. Uh, you know, $3 an acre, something like that, to rent the ground. Plus, you're providing access to the community, yeah. you know, and, and to your local hunters, out-of-state hunters, whoever it might be. And then all on top of that, the state carries the liability, and they patrol and monitor your property for you. So it's like, wow, you know, you get all this benefit. If, it's, if, it's, if you're not into hunting anyways, 
why not let somebody else enjoy it? And this guy said it right there. Okay, we have a, a farm operation in North Central Kansas. Uh, he doesn't hunt, but he enjoys what the hunters and outdoor community bring to his community. That says it right there. You know, you I, I, and I don't know the statistics right off, right off the top of my head, but I mean, hunting is a multi-billion-dollar industry, and you talk about the survival and the future of a lot of these small communities, like where I live in yeah. Center, Kansas. <clears throat> a lot of that is going to be. Uh, seasonal hunters and, and seasonal visitors and residents that come to these areas because of the great outdoor opportunities that, that Kansas offers. I know all these <laughs> statistics. There you go. I can read well. Uh-huh. I should have read this and answered this myself. <laughs> <laughs> I could have schooled you boys. <laughs> no. Hey. <laughs> What Jim? I was. I wanted to. I didn't talk at all. I just wanted to talk about myself for a second. How wonderful I am. Now, Nick, uh, this no-name guy emailed us, <laughs> and uh, if we want to find out, do you want to do your regular spiel, Jim? No, no. Thanks you for sending for us in. Blah blah blah. No. Uh, well, we, thanks nobody for sending it in. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Anyways, if the land of the unknown, note. <laughs> if anybody else has anything like this, all right, they want to contact you. They want to email you. They want to go to pooches with you and give Jim. You some loving. Yeah, maybe a massage, not perverted, <laughs> just a massage. Uh, where can we look you up at? Uh, you can look us up on the web at mywildlifeproperty.com. I guess we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can send me an email directly. It's nick at mywildlifeproperty.com. N I C K at mywildlifeproperty.com. Like I said, if you want me to, you want to come in and look at some of our great properties, you want me to take you down to Pooches, you want me to show you the <laughs> center of the contiguous United States, which is right here in Smith County, then I can do all those things. Yeah, he, he'll actually show you his little electric chair for cats. Yes. <laughs> we can't tell people. It would be bad. It would be fun. But anyways, uh, this is the revolution. We love cats here. We embrace cats. Yes. And we're brought to you by Ram Trucks. They like cats as well. You can haul a lot of them in a Ram Truck. <laughs> look them up at RamTrucks.com and Otis Technology. You can find them at OtisTech.com. But coming up right after break, we're going to hear from outdoor journalist John Hoagie about some of our current active harebrained gun laws. And this is The Revolution. show you know those talk radio shows that are really funny and super informational and you just love the hosts well that's not us we are the revolution think you've seen everything there is to see in online television let us surprise you visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports health business and more on demand 24 7 Otis Technology, the most advanced gun care system in the world. Visit OtisTech.com. That's O-T-I-S-T-E-C.com today. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. You're listening to Revolution with Jim and Trav, and the phone lines are open. That's right. you got to call us at 785-846-7647. And once again, this week, we're talking about shooting sport. Also, some of the most stupidest, Can you say brainless, stupidest? idiotic, there's a word, gun laws currently being enforced right now in America. And we're talking with John Hoagie, and he is a journalist, and he is up to date on He's with all Outdoor this. Life. That's right. And John, what do you think right now is one of the stupidest, I'm going to say that word again, Jim, <laughs> 
gun laws there is today? Well, it's hard to pick out just one. I mean, there's, uh, you know, part of the problem with all the gun laws is the fact that there's more than 20,000 of them, uh, state, <laughs> local, and federal laws. And, uh, you know, there's just this convoluted matrix of, uh, of laws, the sheer volume. Yeah. Um, and the nonsensical complexity of so many make, make it very, very difficult to be a law owning, uh, law-abiding uh, gun owner in this country in some places at some times. Um, can you kind of bring us up to speed? Because I hate to say it. I don't know that much about it. I know it's we don't not know, We know 9,000, but we don't know 20,000. We don't know 20,000. And the 20,000 thing we don't know that much about is micro-stamping. And um, we've actually got a lot of emails today. And people has hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. And thanks for those comments, guys. But um, can you kind of fill us in on what exactly they're proposing to do here? You know, it's a new technology that the firearms industry uh, maintains is illogical. But basically what it is, it's the ballistic imprinting or engraving mm-hmm. on a, using laser technology to uh, imprint or engrave a microscopic uh, marking onto the, the tip of the firing pin onto the breech face of a firearm. In other words, they're basically leaving a, uh, a traceable number or symbol on the ammunition mm-hmm. on the cartridge case. Okay, and, that uh, that only works if it's a, a semi-automatic where it kicks a shell out. Otherwise, if it's in a uh, in a um, uh, revolver, it stays in there. There's so much of the technology that's unproven. There's so much about the proposed laws that are being imposed. And you know, California basically passed a law in 2010 to prohibit the sale of uh, new bottles of semi-automatic handguns that don't microstamp identifying information on fired cartridge cases. Um, <laughs> A similar legislation on in consideration in New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Maryland, Wisconsin, Illinois. And these are some of the same culprits that have most of the other really stupid laws. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, you know they're, they're already imposing these types of requirements when the technology is in dispute. That's not going to stop people from stealing your firearm and shooting someone. Also, criminals might be stupid, but in today's age, how many guys are going or gals going out and shooting people and leaving the shells behind? Yeah. I mean, really, you could exactly. have. Everybody watch CSI. Go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn on CSI. You know, maybe I write some notes down here. Um, take well, some pointers. It may also be illegal in your state to have your gun stolen in the first place. So. <laughs> that is true. If you, in violation of a few laws. Here, here's a scenario for you. Okay, Jim has a hunting cabin and he keeps firearms in it. Now, if somebody goes up there and steals a firearm and he doesn't know anything about it, honest to goodness, he doesn't, his cabin is 250 miles away. How is he going to know? And something happens and he doesn't report that, he could actually, in some states, go to prison for that, couldn't he? Certainly, yeah. You could find yourself in a lot of hot water without really knowing um, your liability in these issues. And uh, and this is happening behind the scenes all the time where... Because uh, people are building into bills, uh, some of these nonsensical, you know, once they air in the, the light of day, you realize, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> that's not what's happened so often with so many of these laws. And one of the reasons why is is that there just isn't enough people who are familiar with firearms or yeah. gun owners involved in the legislative process anymore. You bet. Now, one of the things we also want to talk about is moving violation. Just recently, a guy went to jail because yes, he, he moved did. from Colorado to, I think it was New Jersey, uh, had, yes. had called all the people, told them, hey, I'm coming here. I got guns in my vehicle. Next thing you know, this cat's in jail. He had conceal and carry permits. He did every single step that he was supposed to do. I think you're talking about Brian Aiken. Yes. Yeah. Which is a, a situation we covered extensively at Outdoor Life in terms of the unfolding event and uh, how things eventually panned out for Mr. Aiken, who was who received a, a commuted sentence. 
but he didn't receive, he wasn't pardoned, which a lot of people still maintain. Um, well, certainly, I think anybody. Well, he, goes, he didn't do anything wrong. He followed the law, and he now he, he, he needs to be pardoned yeah, to have this off his record. Yeah, yeah. didn't Chris? But yes, he, he, moved, he moved from Colorado to New Jersey, and uh, seeking a, uh, well, I mean, he, he had legally purchased two handguns in Colorado, and uh, and he was he was arrested for uh, you know prop, he was basically arrested for properly transporting legally purchased <laughs> firearms. So um, and he you know this wasn't a joke. He was initially sentenced to seven years in state prison. That is horrible, horrible for unlawful possession of one of the handguns and for an unlawful possession of legally purchased ammunition, which is <laughs> illegal in New Jersey though. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, it was it was pretty confounding and dumbfounding how. This young man, who's uh, by all accounts a uh, you know a very a very uh, you know, he's a businessman, he's a CEO of his own little uh, digital company, and uh, you know a credit to any community. And here in New Jersey, uh, which you know they I guess they don't need people like him in there because they have the situation and they have Snooky representing them. <laughs> they don't want any upstanding individuals doing that, John. That doesn't make much sense. But you know, it's it, true. Yeah, it, it's foolish. You break the law. Well, I spent some summers in Seaside Heights myself. Free Snooky days. <laughs> okay, now when we started this off, we said, "Hey, have you got one dumb gun law that could just really kind of stands out?" We talk about moving violations. We talk about micro stamping. Have you got one more that you think is just outrageous? Well, well you know, and in Massachusetts is really, you know. They, uh, North over North Andover, Massachusetts has a city ordinance that require that prohibits the use of space guns. Um, <laughs> well, I can see that. Now, come on, John. It's actually banned. You know, you can't have a space gun in, in North Andover, Massachusetts. Well, so, not without good reasoning. There's, there's a wide range of these things. You can really uh, have a lot of fun looking through them, but it's not fun if you find yourself in a bind in one of these regulatory, yep. you know, voids that. You know, that somebody can exploit to prosecute you. Yeah, so or an alien shows up. Very, <laughs> and, and, you know, gun, you know, the, you know guns, gun shops and, and other professionals who sell weapons, they, they need practically need a Ph.D. just to keep up with the changing regula- regulations on a federal level, never mind what's yeah. happening locally and what's happening within the state. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with John Hogan. Of course, he has uh, the 15 dumbest gun laws in the United States on uh, OutdoorLife.com's website. He's a blogger for them. That's it, John, and thanks a bunch for being on. But uh, this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks, and you can find out more about them by heading to RamTrucks.com and NRA Blog. That's NRAblog.com. And this is The Revolution. Get it real with real outdoors talk. It's The Revolution with Jim and Trev. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. The new 2011 F-150 has won best in class in towing and best yeah. in class in payload. Why wouldn't it? It's it a can, good truck. That's right. It I can handle just about anything friend. and throw at it. Anything. No, and the back no. roads won't even be a problem here. Just don't throw hail at it. That's right. Right, Jim, what is hail? Acne. <laughs> what is rust? Cancer. <laughs> uh, proactive doesn't work if you rub it on the hood. <laughs> I've tried it. It doesn't work. No, this Ford F-150 2011 is a bomb. 
Yeah, I was going to use a bad word, but I stopped myself. You see that? There you go. Bad arse. This bad is arse. a bad arse truck. It's only here no, from England. I got to say, it can't climb overall, trees. no, it can't climb trees. It should be able to. You got to listen to some of the features, though. It's got a brand new 4.2-inch LCD um, message center and displays information related to fuel economy, towing, and performance, and off-roading. And you can navigate through all the menus using a five-way button that is actually located on the steering wheel. Like a joystick. Like a joystick. Here's a cool thing. You know, in pretty much all vehicles in the rear view mirror, yeah. there's actually a backup camera. Uh-huh. All right. Well, this one is even bigger, but what separates it from all the others, you can actually zoom in and out. So let's say when you're by yourself and you're trying to hook up to a trailer, you know, that feature was always nice. But now you could actually zoom right in so you could tell, oh, man, I need to back up an inch. I need to go over to the right half an inch. If it's you, four more feet to the left. <laughs> Crap like that. I mean, that is a very nice feature. I gotta say, good job, guys. Thank you. Hey, now, if you need a work truck, then this might be the ticket with their Ford Work Solutions. Yep. It has an in-dash computer that provides full high-speed internet and wireless accessories Ooh. like your mouse and printer. Now, other features are like remote start, telescoping steering wheel, HD radio, which we absolutely love. We do. Even this in bear country, you got perimeter alarm. You gotta have that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, my wife and I took it to Vegas. Yes, you we got two little kids. One, 17 hours. 17 hours one, one way. way. All right. I got a three and a half year old and a one year old pretty much, you know, give or take a week or two. No humpy bumpy. No humpy bumpy. You know, in the back seat. Humpy bumpy? Yeah, you know the humpy bumpy. I don't even know if the FCC will allow you to say humpy bumpy. <laughs> Causes women to get pregnant. <laughs> uh, no, you know, in the backseat of vehicles, you used to have that bump. Yeah. It's not there anymore. Not in the it's Ford. Flat. It's flat. You raise the backseat up totally. Did I just spit you on can you? Set, yes, you did. You can you can set a table there. I just spit food on my microphone. <laughs> that was gross. Um, You could, yeah, have a table there, change diapers, whatever you need to do. But anyways. Don't change quietest. your diaper while eating food, though. I've done that. <laughs> I'll bet you have. Hey, you got kids. You got to do what you got to do. And to top it off, we get home, and then they come to pick up the vehicle. Yeah, My three year old. It's just a test vehicle. Test vehicle. We don't own it. My three year old daughter Cried. starts the ball as it's pulling out of the driveway because she thought that was her special Ford truck. So she told me when she turned 16, she wants her own F 150 and wants it to be sparkly blue. She's on the right track. She's a good kid. Let's hope she doesn't smoke now. <laughs> Anyways, got to check it out at Ford.com. Great vehicle. Ford.com. That's a hot spot. So all you got to do is Ford.com. Thanks, guys. Gone fishing. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 361 affiliate stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Peggy Sue, Mark Paneri, and our guests such as Bill Broussard, Richard Pearson, Cat Daddy, Nick Rose, John Hoagie, and Kaylee Browning. That was a good one. And coming up next week on The Revolution, we're going to explore the world of gun dog training. And just perhaps, Jim, we will get to the bottom of this and find out what a puppy mill really is. So we are Jim and Traff. Your local news and weather is coming up next. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.